Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Therapy session, Voldemort's Geist. How have you been? Okay. What have you been up to? Just hanging out in a forest in Albania. Hanging out in the forest? Yes, it's given me a lot of time to think about what we have been discussing. Right, so you've been thinking through things? Yes, I've been yes, thinking about been how my quest for power has consumed my existence. Yeah, from what you were sharing in our previous session, it did seem like it had really taken over, hey? It has, but I don't know what to do about it. It's all I've ever known. Sounds like you're ready to make some changes. I am ready. ready. For too long, my thirst for power has defined me, has fulfilled my needs. I must find another way. I'm wondering, what's it kind of feel like for you, having this power define you and, and really define your needs? It feels terrible. Terrible? Are you able to tell me more about, you know, those feelings? Power is always under threat. There is always a chance that another wizard may be stronger, may be able to defeat me. And with that threat comes doubt, will my power continue fulfilling my needs? Your needs? I remember we touched on them briefly last session. What comes to mind when you yeah, think back about how power fulfills your needs? It fulfills, it fulfills my need my for, need control. for control. control. And with control, with I, control can I can guarantee my safety. My safety. safety. I have security, I have security. And, protection. and protection in being the most powerful wizard to have ever lived. That's a really good reflection, so it gives you that control and security. It does. It does. I have felt the need for safety ever since I was a man as a baby. I never had parents to keep me safe. I was left vulnerable. Are you able to share more about that experience of being vulnerable growing up? It was horrible. It was horrible. Always on edge. Always worried that those around me would either hurt me or leave me. Or both. I can hear how much it really affected you growing up. Are there any particular examples of those experiences growing up that 
come to mind when you reflect back? Yes! Yes! I guess the experience of being bullied and rejected by other children around me. Can you tell me more about that? I was different growing up. I could speak to snakes. I could make things happen just by thinking one time, a child at the orphanage saw me speaking to a snake outside. He told the other children and they all came out. They called me names. What names stand out to you when you, you look back? Freak. Freak. Weirdo. The kids all laughed. Some of the older kids pushed me around. I couldn't defend myself at the time. I hadn't yet learned to consistently control my power at will. I was left beaten, bruised, bleeding. But most of all, I was left rejected. Sounds like you had a really horrible experience. Uh, what did it mean to you to be rejected by those around you? It meant that I was worthless. So some really dark meanings taken from that experience, and it was a similar experience to what what happened to you when your your father left you when you were just a baby. It was. It was. It was I have always I've been always rejected. rejected. Never good enough Never good for anybody. For I'm wondering, when you think back on these experiences, how does it feel? I know you're a ghost, so you don't have a body, but do you feel any sensations in your current form? I feel hollow, I feel hollow, I feel hollow. Empty, empty, empty. Where my value is meant to be, to be. I feel is nothingness, nothingness, nothingness. And that nothingness consumes me. It is a burning fire, constantly threatening to overtake me. My anger and power has been the only thing that have prevented the flames from destroying me completely. I can really hear how much your anger and your power has protected you over the years. Are you able to tell me more about your anger? When I think back, I think back, my muggle father who rejected me, rejected me, and the muggle children who bullied me, growing up, growing up, growing up, my anger is ignited. These muggles think they are better than me, too good for me. They don't have even the slightest bit of magical ability. Narrow bow, just dirty, worthless muggle blood. And yet they take it upon themselves to judge me as worthless, to reject me, 
Jack, the most powerful wizard to have ever existed. I will take my anger and use it to teach them the truth. And they are nothing but the dirt beneath my feet. And they will be treated as such every time I kill a muggle or a mudblood. I am doing the world a favor. Cleaning the dirt away, making way for the true rulers of this world. Wizards and witches who will power to conform even the very reality of our existence to our will. Your anger really takes over. How do you feel when your anger takes over like that? I feel powerful. That's a really good insight. If we look back at what just happened, we see a pattern that is kind of true to a lot of people. You were thinking back to when you were at your weakest, feeling weak, feeling overwhelmed, feeling lost. There was nothing you could find of value inside of you. And that's a super uncomfortable place to be. It is. It is. It is. When people feel uncomfortable, they usually have an automatic urge to find a way to feel comfortable again, to get rid of this uncomfortable, weak feeling. That's true. That's true. That's true. And the way you've learned to get comfortable again, to feel powerful again, is to get really angry. So it's a way I've learned to go with hollowness inside of me. That's right. And what I could see you doing there is something you see a lot in situations like this. To justify anger, we must first establish ourselves as the victim. I honestly can't think of a situation where someone could get angry without first positioning themselves as a victim in some sort of way. Can you? Guess not. Guess not. Guess not. So, like, if you're driving your car and you've just been cut off in traffic and you lose your temper and beep at them and yell at the other driver, um, you think to yourself, it's all because I'm the victim of stupid drivers around me. Or if you get home after working hard all day and you argue with your partner about chores not being done, you think... I am the victim, I, I worked all day, and, and this person, you know, did nothing. Or if you get bullied, you think, oh, I'm the victim, why am I always rejected? Why am I always bullied? Why is life so unfair? Why? So for anger to take over, I must first visit thoughts of victim Exactly, it's impossible for anger to take over without first visiting victim land. It's a stop on the way to your final destination of anger. I really can't think really of a time I've ever, ever, ever felt angry without stopping first at victim land. That's right, neither can I. Um, you, know, you might think, this assignment's making me so angry. Why? Because I'm the, I'm the victim. I don't have enough time to do it. It's too hard. It's unfair to expect me to cover so much in such a short word count. You know, our anger is always driven by victim thoughts. Just try and get angry over something that you aren't the victim of. 
How about a tree? Um, um, trees are stupid. Trees are stupid. Yeah, um, too green. Too green. Too green. Did you feel any anger then? No, none at all. None at all. None you might think it's impossible to get angry over something as neutral as a tree, but people have definitely gotten angry about trees before. Really? Well, the example that comes to my mind are the people who live in luxury houses right on the water's edge with lovely water views. A tree grows up, blocks part of their view, and they start to think, this damn tree, stupid tree, I didn't spend millions of dollars for this view to have it blocked by this damn tree. The person visited victim land and that enabled them to get angry about it. Victim Land makes it possible to get angry literally about anything and everything. This cup of coffee, let, let's visit Victim Land with it. You start. It's too hot. What sort of idiot barista, barista makes coffee so hot? That's right, and not only am I the victim of an idiot barista making it too hot, the price of this coffee is so expensive, I'm a victim of unfair prices. The coffee is too coffee bitter, is too as, bitter well. as well. They can't even make can't the coffee make right coffee after right. charging me so much money for it. Okay, so now we've visited Victim Land. We've gotten very angry. What's the next stop down this road? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, the next stop is to act on that anger. We've justified that anger by first visiting Victim Land. Now we feel right to act on the anger. So it's really likely that we will. What are we going to do to act on that anger? Kill the barista and all of his dirty muggle friends and family. I was thinking more of, you know, maybe yelling at the barista, but good point. That's That, that will definitely be a way of acting on that anger. Dirty muggles. So I'm wondering, how helpful was it to visit victim land in this particular situation? Well, it causes me anger. And that anger takes over. It leads me to act on my anger. It brings me consequences for my actions. It is not helpful. Rarely does visiting victim land actually help us. It's a place that we've evolved to visit for our survival when we're being attacked. There are definitely 100% situations where recognizing yourself as a victim of something horrible is really, really useful. You know, we can go too far the other, other direction and just dismiss everything. And say, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. When what someone's doing to us is not fine. It is not okay at all. And we need to visit victim land. We need to take time to sit with and recognize the things that are happening to us that are not okay. And that's really, really helpful because it can make us recognize and then act upon and even maybe get a bit angry about the situation and that might just be what we need to get ourselves to leave a toxic situation or to get ourselves to defend ourselves finally. The 
that makes sense. The thing is, it's not super helpful to act like you're getting attacked when you get a dodgy cuppa in the morning. It's not helpful to act like you're getting attacked when a tree blocks your view. And although recognizing at the time you were the victim of bullies and rejection might have been helpful because it would have encouraged you to get yourself out of that hurtful situation, long term, allowing that trauma to define you as a victim guarantees that you'll never move on from it. Never move on. That is true. It's especially true when we consider what it costs us to enter victim land. What does it cost? It costs us our self-control and our power. You can't visit victim land while you're feeling control and powerful. Because victim land is a place defined by powerlessness. Let's look back at some of those examples we've covered so far. But this time, we will refuse to give up our power in each scenario. Okay. 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 So, a driver's just cut me off. What would a powerful person think? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm a good driver. I'm a good driver. That's why I left That's plenty of space. space. Yep, yep. What about, I worked all day and came home to a messy house. It's okay. It's okay. I'm a hard worker. And I can help out at home as well. Yeah, yeah. And what about, uh, the bullies are giving me a hard time. It's okay. It's okay. I'm stronger than them. I define myself. They do not define my worth. What about this assignment is very hard? It's okay. I'm a very smart and capable person. I will be able to complete the assignment. This tree is blocking my view? It's okay. I rely on myself to be okay. I don't need a perfect view to be okay as a person. This cup of coffee is hot and bitter. It's okay. It's okay. I am good at communicating. I can go. I can go and give the barista some feedback and calmly ask for another. Did you see what happened in each one of those examples when we refused to give up our power and control? It was impossible to get angry. Exactly. But sometimes I find myself in victim land before even realizing it. Whenever I think of muggles and muggles, thoughts of all the rejection I have ever been through come sweeping back. It sends me directly to victim land and then to That's a really good reflection. What do you think is the first step avoiding going to victim land. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, imagine you've teleported suddenly into a car. Teleportation, Teleportation is ridiculous. I would apparate. Would apparate. Would apparate. Of course, of course. So imagine you suddenly apparated into a car, but you don't know where the car is headed. 
what would you notice that would tell you its destination? I guess the road signs that I see on the way. Exactly. So maybe 10 kilometers from Brisbane CBD is a road sign you see. Good chance you're headed to Brisbane, right? Right, right. So say you're headed towards victim land. What signs would you notice on the side of the road that would tell you that you're headed there? What would be written on those signs? The first sign I would notice would be the sign that says you are worthless. Good insight. What, what other signs would you notice? The next sign would be muggles have heard of rejected Right, go on, go on. The next sign would be would be you are powerless. You are nothing. Very good insights. So you've noticed the signs. You are worthless. Muggles have heard and rejected you. You are powerless. You are nothing. What does it feel like as you read each one of those signs? It feels horrible. It feels horrible. Hollow. So those signs tell you that you're on your way to victim land. And those feelings tell you that you've paid the entry fee. Now what tells you that you've arrived? I feel like everything is unfair. I feel like it's all the muggles and my blood's fault. Yeah, so blaming others tells you that you've arrived in victim land. Yes, I see that now. So imagine you've used your time spinner and gone back in time. You've just apparated into that car again. You just notice that there's a sign that says you're worthless. What do you think you can do differently at this point so you don't end up in victim land again? Stop the car! Stop the car! Stop the car! Yeah, yeah, how would you do that? And uh, try and remember back on our previous talks about mindfulness. I would. I would. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. I would. Notice the signs. I would sit with the discomfort that sign brings. Rather than engaging further with it. By continuing down that road. While grounding myself. Myself. With deep breathing and mindfulness, I would ask myself, is it helpful to go down this road? And what would you do when that answer comes back as, no, it's not helpful? I would turn the car down another road, a road that reflects my values. Now, you know what you just did? What? What? You demonstrated self-control. I did. I did. 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 That's right, you did. Victimhood takes away self-control, replacing it with an urge to demonstrate other control. Other control. control. Yeah, so that urge to control others, to make them 
stop doing what it is that you feel you're the victim of. So that hurt. Trying to find power again by using your anger to make others do what you want. So to stop hurting you. To avoid giving in to anger and acting on it. I must first recognize the signs that I'm going to fix them Pay attention to whether or not my powerless feelings are telling me that I've already paid the entry fee. And when I recognize I'm heading down that road to practice mindfulness, to stop myself, to notice the thoughts, recognize that they are helpful, take back my power, and choose to go down another road. That's right. And, and there's some other really good strategies we can go over when we notice those signs, those thoughts that are leading us to victim land. Other strategies. Other strategies. Well, the ones I have in mind are called diffusion techniques, and we can go over some of them in our future sessions. Yes, that is useful. Thank you for today. Goodbye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 